maybe we Hi, should Amanda. we should we should get the introductions out of the way because we always forget like 10 minutes in by the way i'm amanda yeah. and i'm nikki and welcome to the neurodivergent convergence podcast uh we're two neurodivergent best friends who talk about neurodivergent shit on a podcast mm-hmm. welcome and we converge this is your first time is our obligatory i'm sorry hold on to your titties shit's about to get real and if you don't got it's them not hold on to your time. butt Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you don't have titties, grab your ass. <laughs> Buckle up. Hold Shit's on to your butt. Uh, if it's not your first time, welcome back. Yet again. We know Ray's here. We know we know they are. Uh, hi, Ray. Hi. Good to have you, as always. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, start the show. Yes. With some fun and fuckery, per usual. Good god damn it! And, and, and yawn number one. Let's get that out of the way. And yawn number one, because why the fuck not? Uh, I have to wear my cans again, as you'll see if you're watching, and I'm not happy about it. This is the uh, no makeup, no mercy, no fucks given episode. That's what we're going to call it. Mm-hmm. No makeup, no mercy, no something. We need another M word. I even I even have my uh, my hair up, which I never do yeah. unless I'm just sitting at home doing nothing or working out. Like I don't, I never yeah. wear my hair up. So that's how how little cares I give. No bothers yeah. were given. Zero today. FGs. Mm-hmm. It's a zero fucks given sode. <laughs> it's the sleepy sode. It's the whatever sode you want to call it. It's the Either we're way, burnt it's not out our best as work. we're burnt out as fuck episode. Yeah. Either way, it's not our best work, but we're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just fucking go. Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about. We don't even really know what we're talking about. We're just having a chitty chitty chat chat today. And, yes. Uh, so let's let's talk about some things and some stuffs. Well, so, uh, what's you, what's going on well, over you, in the world of Jeremy? Yeah. So the AI story. So. Full disclosure, I ran out of words on the AI story, and it kept, like, <laughs> it kept- shit to bed. <sighs> well, it kept doing the repeating thing, where it just kept repeating the same, like, paragraph over and over and over again. Oh, no. Um, so I had to keep, like, deleting it, and I just ran out of words, and, um, what I need to do is I need to do it at work, so I get, like, that set of words, and then go at home, and then get that set of- Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so it's not- I'll be honest, it's not as funny as normal, because it's like, I couldn't get it to stop, like, without completely starting over. I could not get it to stop just repeating the same shit over and over again. Okay. Anyway. So, the sentence given was, A secret that has been with the mages, and even the nobility and common folk themselves, for many, many centuries, has been revealed. Dark mages never appear to the common folk, and generally, they stick to the dark, underbelly of the city. But that wasn't the case for Chrome. After speaking with Jeremy the Psychic Cat, Chrome sided with the loyal, promising to fight against the opposed and the inclined, should he be needed. In their meeting with Commander Stuffed, an illusion of the magician, they begin to plan. Okay. Where do you think they come? Or, sorry, where do you... Th- blah, 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 blah. Uh, are already failing. Where do you think they came? <laughs> it's been that kind of day. That's okay. Uh, where do you think they came from? Jeremy asked Commander Stuffed as he stared at the pattern of symbols etched in the air. There was an arrow directly beside it, as well as many more under the secret that had been with the mages. 
Behind the secret, the mages had kept their deaths, as well as their lives, hidden until they began drawing symbols on the stones of the walls of their city. Their lives had been hidden so that only those that were needed to see the patterns would see them. Now the secret had revealed itself. There's one thing we can do, said Chrome, as he drew an arrow pointing towards the secret. If the secret is locked there, then we will have to search this cave until we find it. Then we will keep searching for more magic, so that more can be found. Commander Stuffed eyed the mages, a grim look on his face. He would not be able to kill the secret, not without betraying the mages. If he told them the secret, they would have to flee the caves, searching the land until they came across a powerful mage that would let them do magic. Stuffed would not betray the mages, so he would stay quiet. He followed the trail through the cave to the secret. It was hidden on the cliff wall by magic, but Chrome pointed out the exact spot to look for. Behind the secret was a mass of dark magic. The mages had told Commander Stuff that there were thousands of other secret places to look for magic, but he had not taken this seriously. That was not why the mages had hidden the secret. That had been a there that had or, there had been a purpose behind it, as the mage explained to the commander. The secret uh, the secret was that the mages and their allies would be safe here. All magic that was not used for healing or defense should be left behind, not to be used to destroy or kill. Even if a mage found a spell that would allow them to destroy a kingdom or even kill an enemy, the mage was forbidden to use it. The magic was for healing, defense, and even the protection of all mages. The commander thought that was just ridiculous, but he could see the logic behind it. <laughs> we should look at every cave to find more secrets, Jeremy said. And if the magic is hiding somewhere on the walls, then we should search everywhere. The mages hid it so that it would not be found. We should keep searching to find it all, so that all mages can be safe, as well as their allies. We need to do this for the loyal faction. I agree that we should search for more of the mages, replied Chrome. He seemed to have an odd sense of leadership, but then again, everyone seemed to think that. But I believe that we will find no more secrets. If magic exists here, then it was used, and so there are no more secrets. Even if there were secrets, only a magician would know them. Stuff turned his face toward the mage. Who is your faction? The founding faction, and I have only been named as leader of it, said Chrome, <laughs> as he pointed Sorry. to himself. Can I help you, sir? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi. Why is your hat glowing? Oh. Oh, it's reflective, isn't it? Yeah. You're interrupting. I don't need to see things. We're recording. Goodbye. Get out. Sorry. Husband interruption. Husbandus interruptus. Doing. Goodbye. I love you, lady. Bye-bye. Love you, lady. Bye-bye. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Amanda. We were so okay. rudely interrupted. <sighs> Continue, ma'am. Continue. Okay. Stuff turned his face toward the mage. Who is your faction? The founding faction, and I've only been named as the leader of it, said Chrome, as he pointed to himself. Stuff looked at the mages. One shook his head, another turned towards Jeremy. The commander looked at Jeremy. Jeremy looked back at Stuffed. I looked at him. He looked at me. <laughs> I do not know any members of my faction, Jeremy said. They're, other, they're from another part of the kingdom. I will order that we send out a search party immediately, said Stuffed. I do not believe there's any magic that we can use to find these mages, and that is all that matters. We should protect them at all costs. Turning towards the mages, Commander Stuff could see they did not oppose him, but one look at their faces told him they had no secret. Farewell. I hope we will not meet again, Stuff said. <laughs> um, 
Yes, sir. If we have to die in order to protect magic, then we will to die. Then we will die to protect magic, even if it means dying. The magic <laughs> said. <laughs> the mage said. Well, oh my gosh, I have to repeat that. Yes, sir. If we have to die in order to protect magic, then we will die to protect magic, even if it means dying. The mage said that while staring into the distance, as if they were not talking to each other. We are not opposed to dying, but if we are forced into a fight that does not fit our training, then we will refuse it. Stuff did not reply to that. He would accept what they had said, but he could not accept their complete lack of opposition to fighting. As Stuff rode away, he heard one of the mages say that the truth was that the faction was only an illusion. We are opposing the secret faction, as we have always done, the mage told Stuffed. A magician has been imprisoned by the secret faction. If we find this magician, we can finally defeat the secret faction. It will not be possible to defeat a faction that has no power. Our powers have grown to where we can hold our own against anyone, and that is how we will be able to defeat the secret faction. That is good, because the secret faction will not like this, Jer Jeremy said. The commander did not reply. He continued to ride away. He only hoped that the mage was telling the truth, and not trying to trick him into believing that the faction was the true power. Crone let out a loud sigh as the commander rode away, and looked back at Illusion, who was sitting patiently beside him. If he were not made of Illusion, then he would be a loyal servant, like all cats were. Crone wondered if Jeremy had ever actually tested the cat-turned-magician Illusion. If the cat was really an Illusion, then perhaps Jeremy was capable of pretending to be an Illusion himself. Then Jeremy be, could be called a demon of suspicion. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, I don't fucking know. That's getting changed in the Mad Lib. <laughs> but Jeremy did not. <laughs> but Jeremy did not try to deceive the mage. He could not because if the other cat was an illusion, then it would make no sense for Jeremy to, be, Jeremy to be observing it. That would make Jeremy a member of the opposed, their enemy. Crom looked at Jeremy. We are almost at the hidden temple, said Chrome. I will bring Illusion inside, then we will see how he reacts to magic. As Chrome stopped by a spot that had been outlined on a map, Jeremy opened his mouth, as if he was about to speak. Illusion did not know what he was about to say. He was nervous about what he was about to hear. Chrome only knew that he could do magic, and so he was able to convince the cat and his friends to believe that he could help them. When he looked at the cat who he thought was Illusion, he saw that he was staring at a cat, but it was different. I will explain things to you in a moment, but then, oh, and then we can see if this cat really does control the cat-turned-mage, or if it is some sort of cat-turned-entity, Illusion said, while holding a stack of paper that appeared out of nowhere. After I explain things, we will need to be, we'll need to perform the ritual to be continued. And that's when I ran out of words. <laughs> the oh end. Boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. So, uh, lots of things to unpack there. Yes. But, uh, I did like, I had to edit, not edit, but like kind of, it just was a lot of he said, he said, the mage said, I'm like, okay, yeah. I need to give some of these fuckers names. So, okay. But like, there was so much of that in this, but in the last one, there was zero. He said, she said, they said, Jeremy yeah. said, fucker said, fuck off. Nothing. It was just. Just a lot of dialogue with no, like, who's saying it behind it. Mm -hmm. So we either get none or too much. There's no in-between. Mm-hmm. So, uh... God damn it! I don't know if I'm gonna make it. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. This we'll try. so bad. 
I might have to lose the headphones altogether at some point because this is just too much. But then it gets so echoey in here and I can't, I don't know. Okay. Okay. You need things from me for a Mad Lib, right? Yep. I need words and words and okay, things and things and words. We're still in our Pokemon Mad Lib, everybody, because we're, we're only a couple of things in. Hold on. Yep. Pokemon. Burp. Okay. I burped. Okay. Okay. What do you want? So, I need a number, ma'am. 151. Like the first generation. Correct. Adverb. You're picking up what I'm dropping down. Mm-hmm. Pissily. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a real word, but it is today. <laughs> Adjective. <laughs> Fucked. <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> Good. Uh, person in room. Demon of suspicion. <laughs> Demon of suspicion. Uh, uh, plural noun. From last week's episode, uh, anal beads. <laughs> If you didn't listen to last week's episode, go listen. They totally clipped out that little bit, by the way, and made it a fucking reel. And I saw, I saw it. So I saw it, and I keep like getting um, notifications about it. I'm like, oh god, people laughing at it and commenting on it. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, great. Of course, Amanda. The one thing we're fucking we get known for is you talking about how anal beads shouldn't be pointy. Mm -hmm. That uh, that that's that's going to launch us into. Mm Famousness is fucking anal beats. We should have known. <laughs> anyway, go on. We all, we all gotta start somewhere. Uh, <laughs> might as well be in the ass. Um, <laughs> you can't do that right now. I can't, can't focus. What do you fucking want from me? Noun. A trunk. Trunk. Uh, adjective. Putrid. I don't know why that word's funny. Uh, adverb. I don't know if it's actually an adverb or not, but condescendingly. It's a Lee, so I figured, why not? Condescendingly. Plural noun. Blue balls. They could be a type of Pokeballs. You don't know. Uh, right. Now, be Bean. B-E-A-N? Just one singular bean. Not beans. One singular bean. Uh, a place. Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> None of your words fit in the boxes. Uh, verb. Bang. (laughs) You can see, I look high as fuck. Like, my eyes are like, I'm so tired. It's ridiculous. Well, every time I ever, like, whenever I watch any Watch Back and Bear episodes, like, my eyes, because this, like, cuts it off, my my glasses, Mm -hmm. I look like I have some (laughs) sort of eye condition, because... (laughs) Like, it just, just add looks... it to your list of mental illnesses, Amanda. It's fine. Mm-hmm. 
Smorgasbord. Mm -hmm. Uh, plural noun. Tampons. I almost wrote sanitary napkins, but then I'm like, I don't know. What's funnier? Tampons, tampons. or sanitary napkins? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, adjective. Stately. And then another adjective. Steaming. Pearl noun. Turds. <laughs> turds. <laughs> Not turds. Turds. Turd does. And last Stuff one, occupation. Okay, are you ready for this? It's really not going to fit in the box. <laughs> okay, I'll write it below it because it's on the bottom. Yeah, right below. You're going to want to write below. The Anheuser-Busch Clydesdale Shit Shoveler. And I'm not spinning. Anheuser-Busch <laughs> Clydesdale what? Shit Shoveler. Shit. They're probably Shovel. called a stable hand, but I like Shit Shoveler better. Yeah. Okay, here we go. It's called Ash Ketchum, renowned traitor. 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 Uh, <laughs> okay. Ash Ketchum started training Pokemon when he was only 151 years old. He might have been pissily young, but he was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I had to pause. I knew I had to pause there. <laughs> Okay, keep going. Uh, early on, Ash became great friends with Misty and Demon of Suspicion. But <laughs> since then... <laughs> okay. Uh, but since then, he has traveled with lots of other anal beads. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, keep going. What Ash doesn't have in trunk, he makes up for with his putrid friendships. His Pokemon Ew. fight extra condescendingly for him, and it shows. Even after many blue balls, Team Bean has not been able to take Pikachu from Ash. <laughs> Why does that track? <laughs> that actually works! Mm -hmm. Because they do get blue balls a lot, because mm -hmm. they almost catch this motherfucking Pikachu every time, and they're like, God, they have to go away. <laughs> Team Rocket, blast off again! But it's Team Bean. Oops, turned Oops. my shit off because I hit it talking with my hands. Team Bean. <laughs> that's a new that's a new thing. Team Bean. I got Team it. Bean. Uh Ash travels from Jim to Dick's Sporting Goods, trying to bang Jim <laughs> badges. Oh my god. <laughs> Especially out of Misty. Yeah. Of course, along the way he solves tampons and catches stately Pokemon with a seemingly endless supply of Pokeballs. Through steamy work and long turds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a child. Ew. <laughs> uh, uh, Ash Ketchum plans to be the greatest Anheuser-Busch Clydesdale shit shoveler. <laughs> with, with long turds. I mean, that definitely makes sense. Long turds, I mean, he plans to become the greatest shit shoveler. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. The end. Fuck off. This is gonna be the shortest episode ever. I can't. Uh, will it? it? Because we say that and then we turn it into like an hour and a half, so. I don't know, because I'm real tired. Like, I I'm fucking fading so fast.
So basically, really all we wanted to do today was kind of chit chat a little bit about like just whatever's kind of on our minds. Uh, there's been a lot going on for both of us recently, just in general. And uh, it, it's been, uh, I don't know. I feel like for myself, I don't know about you. I feel like it's a constant game of playing catch up, but I never catch up. Like mm -hmm. I spend every day trying my hardest to catch up on everything I feel like I'm not getting done. But then it still doesn't get done. And it's like never ending. And I don't know. I don't know what fixes that. Like I, I don't I don't know what is love anymore. Baby don't hurt me. Yeah, baby don't hurt me. Because I don't know what is love anymore. Uh I don't know, man. Talk to me. What what's going on? Yeah, like you, I'm just, and like we said earlier, just severely, uh, severely burnt out. Um, and what's dumb is part of it is my own fault because I basically, basically my job is like I generate reports either monthly, bi-weekly, whatever, daily, just depending on what it is. And so I generated this one report that has thousands of entries on it. And so I'm just going through it. Like, I didn't have to generate this report. I didn't have to work on this report. This is completely optional. I didn't have to do this at all. No one asked for this. I was just like, well, I have ex ex the extra time. Like, so I'll just do this, like, in between doing other tasks. Well, that was yeah. a big fucking mistake because my hyperfixation and my need to be a perfectionist, um, now it's like I'm constantly working on this report that I don't have to work on. So, yeah. and I feel the need, like, if I don't do this, then everything crashes and burns and I fail everyone. So it's just, and then, so I'm basically, uh, I am, I am the mastermind of my own demise at this point. Yeah. So, um, and it's like, I could just not do it, but then it's like, well, I'm already this far, you know, might as well finish it. Basically I've been working on this report for like three weeks. Um, unnecessarily. Unnecessarily. But it's either that or the, my day goes by super slow and then I just feel like I'm not getting anything accomplished. Gotcha. So, and then just combined with the fact like tomorrow I, I have to go to work until like noon and then me and my boss are driving up five hours to go to a conference. Um, until today's, today's Wednesday night. So We'll be gone from Thursday afternoon until Saturday afternoon, and then we're driving back. Um, and I'm just not looking forward to it. It's not necessarily the the travel or anything. It's just like I just I just want to sit in my chair, sit in my bed, and do nothing. Like even coming up to do this recording, I'm just like I don't want to get up. I don't want to do I anything. Know. And so, um, but I'd rather do it now than next week when I'm even more burnt out. Yeah, so that's kind of what this is. It's like we're trying to find a rhythm here with this because our lives are getting busier by the day. And like I'm approaching a time of year at work where it's going to be fucking bananas for like the next several months. So like Amanda and I are trying to figure out like how do we get this sort of as automated as possible without like... 
I don't know, without batch recording over, like also 10 like, hours of shit or or like overextending ourselves. ourselves out. Yeah, overextending mm-hmm. ourselves. Because like, in all reality, like this was my day today, right? I woke up super early in the morning. And well, not even super out. The plan was to wake up early in the morning and like try to get a few things done for the show. I ended up waking up at like six o'clock finally. And I got on Instagram or Facebook and saw that the guys had posted a bunch of shit. So I went and stole all their shit they posted, posted it to our shit, tried to share some more shit, at least get some social media done. Right. And Amanda, God love her, like, took on the meme game, which fucking street cred for days on the meme game. Like, I go to make a meme and my brain shits out. Like, I'll think of a billion funny things that I could put on a meme all day. And then I'll sit down to try to make a meme. And my brain's like, you're not funny at all. Just don't do anything. And Amanda's like, I got you. I've already made 30. And I'm like, fucking right. That's your job now. Great. Love it. I wish. It's my yeah. my my secret is I will just kind of Google like neurodivergent memes or ADHD memes. And then I will look at different ideas. And then I will just go to a meme generator and find like. I just mainly go to the nerdy ones. It's like, I like Star Wars. Let's do a Star yeah. Wars one. I like Lord of the Rings. Let's do Lord of the Rings one. And so then I'll yeah. take, like, not necessarily like, the exact caption, but, like, the idea of the meme. Yeah. And then just, like, put it in, like, what I think will make sense. So, yeah. um, and my problem is, is that I'm, I'm very wordy as a person, like, which is kind of contradictory because it's, like, even um, Stephen Nick joked that it's like, are you are you okay? Are you still there? Are you yeah. alive? Because like you're not talking. It's like, well, I can't really talk because I always have like this innate fear. It's like I'm about interrupting people. Like, um, yeah. so I, I people like think I don't talk a lot, but that it's like I I'm bad at summarizing. Like trying to do the summaries for like the AI stories. Like yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll do that, and it's like I can't. I literally can't do summaries to save my life. I and I'm even. Yeah at work when we have to like note things like note accounts and everything i am the wordiest motherfucker ever i write a novel <laughs> for everything it's because i want to include everything and so yeah. i just i don't i like every detail like i'm not a yeah. big picture kind of person point. yeah yeah bullet i'm not a big purchase for you so i i just do every detail um yeah so trying to do like trying to make memes sometimes it's like okay how do i get this complex idea that you could write an entire essay about into like a two sentence structure and but be it works funny. though like all of them <laughs> have been hilarious like whatever you're doing you're doing great so okay well thank you so I, at least i have that up until saturday or sun, saturday or sunday i think i have that's yeah. one scheduled so so yeah I, mean, I, knew I don't I, know like i said i don't know what you're doing but you're like shitting out several of them all at once and it's great so it's like more than my brain can do which is wonderful so whatever you're doing keep it up God damn it. Okay. I can do this. We can do do this. It's so bad. It's so bad. The the headphones aren't helping. That's what it is. But, uh... (sighs) Just gotta have your your shit charged for next time. It's charging now. It's on a cord somewhere in this house. It's charging now. Anyway, my day, right? Up early. Did social media. Had to get my shit together. Then I had to get my kids together. Then I had to go to work. Then I worked from, what, fucking 8 o'clock till ended up closing the store. Because 
it was fucking bananas. We're preparing for the biggest sale of the year. So I have to get all this shit together. We did like six grand in fucking pre-orders today for this sale. And had all that happening. Then, you know, it's just one thing after the fucking other, right? Like what everyone else's fucking life is just busy. I get it. But like, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I just don't have anything left. And like, I'm unmedicated for my depression right now i think i mentioned this before i'm unmedicated for my depression because of my blood pressure like the medication i was on was reacting with my vivance and my high blood pressure and everybody was mad at each other all at once inside my body so they took me off at one but now i have to go and get tomorrow i'm going to the doctor to get new medication so like hopefully that helps with my tired but like when I tell you, like, I have had no desire to even, like, get out of bed in the morning. Like, several mornings I have contemplated calling into work. And I've never called into work. Other than when I've had COVID. Twice. Since working there. I have never called into work at this job in two years. Other than having COVID twice. And I've contemplated calling into work more times in the last month then I have fingers and toes. So uh has me really considering if I need a job. So obviously <laughs> that, my brain chemicals are wrong. That was me this morning because it's like I just yeah. it's also because it, it just got cold all of a sudden like it was in the 20s yeah. and then my bed was all yes. warm and I was yes. of course you're most comfy when it's in the morning and so right. I was all snuggled up and I'm just like with the whole one foot out and I'm like, I, I can't move. I don't, I, yeah. I don't want to leave. I, yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to adult. I, and so it was, it was a real struggle. Like I, I was late to work in the sense that I was later than I normally would have been, but I just basically just took a shorter lunch um, yeah. to make up for it. Cause luckily I can do that, but it's just, I, it, it like I said, it, all aboard the struggle bus. Um, yeah. It's like, you know, all struggle. So that's what we're going to yeah. call it. The struggle. So, so did you want to like recap anything about the episode we did with, um, Steve and Nick? Uh, like any- you said, like anything that we didn't really get to touch on during that episode. Yeah. I mean, there, I had a few thoughts cause I listened to it today. Um, I finished listening to it today. Well, I didn't fit. I'm almost done listening to it. Um, and because it already aired on their show. Uh, obviously, well, at the time of this recording, the time you guys are hearing this, it absolutely has already aired on both of our shows. So, duh. Brain. Um, I feel like the thing that I wanted to touch on most was more of like the the perception of me throughout the years as someone who didn't know she was autistic and like I was kind of thinking about how much of like especially high school how like you said everyone thought I was a bitch and how I was perceived most of my life because I am so like direct and have no filter and I'm very blunt um and I just feel like I didn't I don't know Parts of me embraced that sometimes, but I feel like I didn't have a choice but to embrace it or I would just let it hurt my feelings. You know what I mean? Like, I would just be 
I don't know. Well, I, I, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about because it's like, it's like basically. I'll make fun of myself before I let other people make fun of me, so it's not as yeah. hurtful. So it's kind of like the whole, I talked about, I don't remember which episode, the whole about, like, being fat sort of thing. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, it used to hurt my feelings, but then once I braced, okay, like, you know, when I was younger, it's like, yeah, I'm fat. Like, now people can't hurt me with that information. Right. So, right. Like, say you, sorry if you hear my heater, my heat just came on. It's okay. Um, the, uh, so, like, the whole embracing being a bitch. See, like, I think, like, back, back, like, back then, it's, like, being called a bitch was, like, the worst. But then, like, I think, like, sometime, like, in the mid-2000s, mid to late-2000s, people just, like, girls, like, started embracing it. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm a bitch. Who cares? Yeah. So... It's it's really because it's yeah, like cause I feel like growing up kind of shocked we had to be nice all that. the time. Yeah, we did. We had to be nice all the time. I feel like he was kind of shocked that I was like being a basically it was like being a direct you know bitch quote unquote right got me to where I was in my job and he was like being a bitch was like a good thing like I feel like he was kind of shocked at like the fact that I was like proud of it but maybe mm-hmm. he just wasn't quite understanding what I was trying to say but like I at some point had to just embrace the fact that this is just who I am. And while I would not describe myself as a bitch, it's how like I, that would not be my personal choice of descriptor. I just sort of adopted it because you like leaned into it. You leaned into people's perception of you. Right. So like, why, why fight it? If that's what you think that this is right. That's what you think my personality is because I don't like to sugarcoat shit and I like to get to the bottom of problems and I like to be short, sweet, and to the point with my communication most times, you know, and I like to problem solve quickly and I come up with ideas quickly for a lot of things when it comes to being under pressure and in problem solving situations. I tend to take charge. If that constitutes being a bitch, then I guess, like, I guess that's what I am. And so you just sort of, accept it and move on and adopt it as your moniker kind of like you did with fat like okay yeah i'm fat i get it whatever like i just take that as a descriptor word now it's not an insult to me because you can't hurt me with the word bitch you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so that was kind of my thought it's like i just i'm i've gotten that whole she's a bitch thing her whole life and i've always felt incredibly misunderstood and incredibly mis judged and placed in a box I didn't fucking belong in and it's cost me a lot of personal relationships just because of my personality so I don't know what about you yeah anything to add in regards to that or just the the... there was like some things um what what were one of the things they talked about the um it's not that like i felt like i was being talked over because i don't mind like listening to people talk but i know that wasn't like the whole point of being on the show it's like i could have just yeah. sat there and like listened to people talk and i've been like mm-hmm, yeah and then but yeah. they just kept like like are you okay and i know they're <laughs> joking i'm not like taking like yeah, yeah they're like, kidding. i know i know they were joking but the one of the things that we talked about was like the whole like um people these days being like easily offended yeah. And and I wanted to like give the and I think I 
it was one of those things I was thinking of. I'm like, okay, I want to say this. But then, like, we at that point had moved on to different topics. So how can I now get to that point? Like, how can I introduce, reintroduce my thought when people moved on, like, 30 seconds ago from the topic? Right, right. So it, it was the whole, like, um, I hear Ella. Yeah, um, sorry. It was the whole um, thing about, like, the gender, um, I think, like, like, the gender, like, the pronouns and stuff. And, like, yeah. I was going to say something like, I'll I'll call you whatever you want whatever you want me to call you, or whatever yeah. you want me yeah whatever you want me to call you um I don't care, um I didn't get to say that on their episode um the whole because uh, they were talking about like the whole like and I, I joked about like there's like forty seven genders now but I it was more like as a joke but the whole um I'm losing my thought process hold on sorry um the That's uh, my dog's barking is distracting me so yeah um. So my thing was that uh, it's like I'm not going to purposely disrespect someone. I'm not going to misgender someone on purpose. My my problem is sometimes is if I know, like, say I grow up knowing someone as one gender and then they, they come out as trans, um, yeah. it's hard for me to switch it so easily. And it's not me being an asshole. It's like... Like I, I knew someone like I or I know someone that um, I don't remember I don't remember their original name but like they changed their name a few different times and so it was kind of hard to keep up and so I sometimes would call them the wrong name but I'm also the type of person that like if I assign a name to you in my brain it's hard for me to let go of that like yeah. <laughs> there was this one guy I worked with at um, Barnes and Noble who before I even heard his name. I thought his name was Josh. Like, <laughs> so I thought his was name was Josh. <laughs> he was Josh. And so I called him Josh. I don't think it was Josh. It was something like John. It was really close. Yeah. Yeah. But I kept calling him Josh. And then he was either nice enough or whatever to like never really correct me. And then people were like, by the way, his name's not Josh. I'm like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what? I'm calling him Josh and he hasn't corrected me. They're like, yeah, his name's John. And I'm like, oh. And then even oh, after okay. learning it, it was so hard for me to call him Josh or John. See, I did it again. It was so hard for me to call him John. Because um, it's like, I just, in my brain, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm autistic. Uh, like, I'm autistic. Okay, it's, uh, change is hard. Change is hard for me. <laughs> so if I just if I just know you as one thing, I'm not being an asshole. And I'm like, like same, same thing with like... Um, like, even when, like, uh, women get married and change their last name, or anyone gets married and changes their last name. Like, it's hard for me yeah. to, like, if I know you as your last name forever, like, for a long time, it's hard for me to, like, get used to calling you by your new name, by your new last name. Yeah. So, that was, like, I wanted to, like, make that point on the episode, but the topic had changed, like, 37 times by, yeah. the, time I, by the time I had, like, a brief half second to talk. Right. Um, so... That was that was my whole thing, and sorry for the ramble. I just got really distracted listening to my heater. Um, You're good. I got distracted listening to my dog. So, because mm-hmm. dog never fucking barks ever. The only yeah. time I've ever heard this dog bark is the two times that she's barked during a fucking recording. Because that's just what happens. Of so. course. But anyway, yeah, I um, I feel like the the whole like 
gender thing is difficult for me too. Like when we kept poor Ray, we kept calling Ray she, even though they very very blatantly said. I mean, they did say they didn't care what pronouns we used, but like we kept saying she because like Ray in our brain. Even though Ray is like technically yeah. a boy name, it's like one of those that's universal. It's, it's like, like you thought of like Star Wars. I thought I of did. Sailor Moon. Like I thought right. of like so, but we thought of both female characters. So I just instantly, like, yeah. I always think like, and, and they spell it like the one from Sailor Moon. Yeah, and so that's why I'm so, like, yeah. My niece, her middle name is Ray, which is R A E, and so like I know a lot of girls who are Ray. So like in my head. Ray is not a boy name, it's a girl name, and especially how it's spelled, like, I thought, oh, girl, right? But, like, in my brain, I'm thinking Ray from Star Wars, so, and I'm pretty sure Ray from Star Wars spells it like that, don't they? The R-E-I? I think it's R-E-Y. R-E-Y, you're right, R-E-Y, close enough. But anyway, like, I kept, I associated it in my brain as girl, even though they very clearly said they, right? Like, it's just... I wasn't doing it to be offensive or to, you know, to intentionally misgender them. I just had it stuck in my brain that that's what it was. And being, I mean, we can, I don't want to, I don't want this to sound like an excuse, but like we're elder millennials and this, you know, they, them thing is new for us. And we've grown up in an era where it was yes ma'am no ma'am and yes sir no sir and he and she were the only two genders there were until a few years ago for us like and also time is very irrelevant to, it's very like different to me like it seems like it's only been a couple of years to me that they're the whole they them thing has been happening but i'm sure it's been much fucking longer than that so like but i wasn't raised in a time where i i was raised more uh, with more time of only being he, she, right? And not a they, them option than a they, them option. So my brain is sort of wired to do the whole binary thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like boy, girl, that's, is what it is. It is what it is. So then they, them, non-binary, it's, it's a newer concept. And like you said, like we're autistic, it's stuck in our head that, that just he, she are like the two pronouns we have to use. It's not, that we're intentionally trying not to accept someone as they are because I don't, I truly don't care like how someone identifies. It does not bother me one way or the other. It's like it doesn't I affect not, us. It doesn't affect me one way or the other. It doesn't affect me at all. Like I, I truly just like as someone coming from a community in which like as a person who like grew up my whole life, never feeling like I fit in anywhere, like while I can't, understand what it's like to be born in a body that didn't feel like it was correct for me I definitely know what it feels like to try to constantly fit into spaces where I don't belong so I can sympathize in a way or empathize whatever whichever one's correct in that moment I don't know I can I get it in a way to where it's like I I would never want to intentionally make someone feel left out or excluded or or purposefully try to hurt their feelings in that kind of way. So, like, but I feel like there's not a lot of grace given for those situations where you do misgender somebody or where you do maybe say the wrong thing and didn't realize you said it. It's There's not a lot of grace 
And it's like, and Given and, right and trust now. us, we You're have attacked. We have like rejection sensitive sensitivity Ooh. dysphoria. So it's like if someone basically tells us that like we hurt their feelings or you shouldn't have said that, like we will oh, we will yeah. feel guilt about it for, for sure. a long time. So for sure. and that's just not to guilt other people. It's just like if I say the wrong thing, I will think about how I said that wrong thing for oh, days, forever. weeks, months, yeah. years, depending on what it was even and if depending the on situation. Didn't care. Like even if the person was genuinely like, "Oh no, it's fine. Like I'm not upset at all." I still feel bad. Like I still feel bad about it, and I will feel bad about well, it. Well, like, it's kind of like a very long time. I still remember very clearly. It was I was working at Barnes and Noble. This is probably like twenty. I want to say 2014, 2015, maybe. I was working in the cafe at Barnes Noble, and there was a regular that came in. um, uh, Her and her um, boyfriend, fiance. I'm not really sure what the relationship was, but I, uh, they were they were trans, and I accidentally called her him, and I'm and like not not to her face, but to the fiance boyfriend's face or whatever. Um, they were they, like he was picking up their order, and I said, "Oh, and what was his name? Her name? Her name? Sorry, her yeah. name." Like I still think about that. It's been almost yeah. ten years, and I still think about it's like and like and like she didn't even hear me say it, and so but yeah. I still thought I'm like, "Oh God, they think I'm a horrible person. They think I'm a horrible person. Yeah. I'm gonna no." Mm-mm. Yeah, and like because we truly do not want to hurt someone's feelings in that way. Like we truly don't want to be like we know what it feels like to be misunderstood and like be like have perception like you said perception like forced upon us of something that we're not necessarily are yeah so Mm -hmm. it's like we don't understand that particular struggle but we get what it's like to feel not like everybody else and to feel out of place everywhere we go like you know like so i get it to an extent and like i don't ever want someone to feel that way especially not to that extent i would never intentionally make someone feel less than or intentionally you know make them feel like i don't respect who they are as a person at at all like never would i want to give that off so when i do it on accident it's like painful to me well, it's kind of like how you said, like, through high school, people, like, just assumed you were a bitch. And so, yeah. for me, I-, I feel like, besides the whole, like, being fat thing, because that's just, like, a physical thing. But for some reason, like, a lot of people in high school just assumed I was stupid. And I don't know if it's because I was quiet. Like, I, as people can tell, like, I talk kind of like a with a lisp, and so I stutter a lot. And so, I don't know if people just assume that, but... And also, it's not like we show off our grades to people, but I, I genuinely still remember, granted, this uh, guy, you know, Jacob, won't say his last name, but Jacob just was yeah. kind of an arrogant asshole anyway. But yeah. I just, I still distinctly remember we were in government class, and then Mr. Martin was handing back our papers. Um, it was like summer school. Like, we took it to not have to take it during the school year, so we took it mm-hmm. the summer before that we had to take it. Um and I just distinctly remember Mr. Martin was handing back our, I think it was like on the constitution, either the Illinois constitution or like your constitution test. And then he hands back Jacob's and he goes, good job, Jacob. And then he hands back my paper and he goes, even better job, Amanda. And it's like, and Jacob was so surprised. And then there was like a few other people that were like the quote unquote, like intellectual elite of this, of our class. And they just always were genuinely surprised whenever I 
like they figured out like what my grades were or something. And I don't know. Like I said, I I come off as dumb. I don't know. I that's kind of harsh for me to say about myself. But it's like I feel like I don't present as smart a lot of times because like like I said, I am quiet. I don't. I'm not the yeah. most eloquent speaker. Um, I stumble my words a lot. Like it's hard for me to voice what I'm thinking a lot. But it's. Yeah. So that that was my thing. It's like I I hated being called stupid because like don't assume I'm yeah. stupid. So just because I'm quiet. Yeah, just because I'm quiet, just because I can't I don't talk good, okay? I don't talk yeah. good, guys. And so um that's that's my big thing is like you people assuming you're a bitch, like people assuming I'm stupid. So yeah. that that was my like so when people so like I get it in that sense of when people misjudge you or have a um, perceived notion of you that might not necessarily hard to shake off, but it's just hard to get past sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I'm just saying, I, I'm just saying I get it. My brain's leaking on my ears, but I'm just saying I get it. Okay. Yeah. So like, I, I just feel like, I don't know what to do to like fix that problem. Like, I don't know if there's some like, shift that needs to happen in society to where it's like we need to start to understand that while there is space for everyone and there's space for these new you know ideals and these these new ways of being and this this less rigid less binary world there's there's good in that and there's place for it i feel like it needs to also be met with grace and let everyone get there and like have grace for when people genuinely aren't trying to be offensive and aren't trying to be rude and just make a mistake because i feel like, like there's no grace like for no mistakes. jumping down throats so yeah no grace for mistakes in general when it comes to anything pc like anything well, pc well just anything in general think about it like yeah. um like working in like working in call center is you know, was the bane of my existence, but just oh, the yeah. fact that think about customer service in general, especially since COVID times, like mm -hmm. God forbid any single service worker, any single customer service person make a single goddamn mistake. It is the yeah. absolute end of the world. It's the, basically the rise of the Karen. So there's no grace. Like I'd have to literally tell people like uh, on, on the phone, I said, well, ma'am or sir, it's like I'm I am only human and humans make mistakes, so I'm sorry. And so right. like there's no grace for anything anymore, it seems like. Yeah. And so a lot of people are just quick to assume, quick to jump down your throat. It just for everything, it seems. And so yeah. it's like just basically just don't assume someone like automatically has I understand like a lot of people might be jaded and a lot of people might have just bad experiences all around. But it's also, I'm not talking about the whole gendering thing, but the whole, just in general, just don't assume someone automatically is being an asshole just for the sake of being an right. asshole. So, that's... Well, and like, that's... to go back to the gendering thing for just a second, like, I had another thought. Noah, my youngest, struggles and has always struggled with his pronouns anyway. Like, he will say he when he means she. Like, he will flop his pronouns and always has. So, like, I worry for him sometimes if he's out in public and he happens to be in the presence of someone who is trans and uses the wrong pronoun, 
simply because, and like continues to simply because he swaps his pronouns sometimes. Like he'll be talking about a girl who he's always seen as a girl, who's always been a girl and always will be a girl. And will still say he, do you know what I mean? So like he, it's like, it's like getting your left and right confused. It's like, yeah, it's like getting your left and right confused. Absolutely. He gets his, his pronouns confused all the time. So then I worry, are they going to think he's raised in some bigoted ass household or that he's being, you know, obtuse. intentionally obtuse, or he's being rude, or he's like, you know, because he struggles, period, with getting that stuff mixed up. So, I don't know. It's just, I, I wish there was a way to have the conversation without making the other person feel attacked. Bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. like just as bad as you did for their mistake when it's truly a fucking mistake. Like it wasn't even meant to be in that way. It's like so, it's like trust me, you you will know when I'm being an asshole to you. Yeah, you will you will know. And like <laughs> the pandering and the fucking virtue signaling too. I feel like it's just out of fucking control. It's like I, in general, it's just out of fucking control. I feel like there's got to be a point where this stuff is just fucking what it is and it's normal and we don't have to have every fucking company in the world coming out with some stupid thing that's never cared about this kind of well it's it's called rainbow capitalism it's rainbow capitalism yeah Yeah. so So, like can we just stop like can you just stop it's great to see like companies being truly supportive don't get me wrong but like just because you made an instagram post or spent money on a football fucking commercial on the super bowl or whatever doesn't mean you're truly supporting these causes you say you're supporting it just means you wanted to get a hold of that fucking attention that this particular cause is getting and you hopped on the fucking bandwagon you're not helping this community at all no no matter what the community is you're trying to say you support it's not helping anything if you're just fucking virtue signaling so and that's like for everything. It's kind of like the whole because yeah. um, virtue signaling is not a left or right thing. Basically, virtue signaling right. is like basically just expressing your opinions or thoughts on like basically something about your character, something about um, mm-hmm. uh, any issue. Like basically trying yeah. to express your opinion on any issue. Um, like you're you're signaling your virtue is basically to be like absolutely blunt about it and so the whole like i know like the people on the right like to say like oh look at the liberals like they're just virtue signaling again when literally they're just no, like well they you, both do, every person it's like you you virtue signaling it. every time you talk about the second amendment you're virtue signaling yeah. anytime you talk about being pro-life you're virtue signaling it doesn't right. matter it doesn't matter yeah. and so it just you put a bad like the whole woke thing like oh you're yeah. so woke like anytime because that's like i follow a lot of like uh gaming pages like mm-hmm. anytime a main character is made female or black or hispanic or whatever just anything that's not a straight white male oh well this this company just turned woke because like their first game out of a hundred games the focus wasn't on you you yeah you precious little baby boy i'm so yeah. sorry that you weren't the center of attention yeah. i'm so sorry and so like there was this one game that came out um called Life is Strange 3, and it was, like, the probably the first time I've seen a game. It was a female protagonist, but it was a game where she looked n- quote-unquote normal size. She was not a size zero. 
And it's like, the fact that she and me are, like, the same size, I'm like, and, and of course, the game was called Woke, it's, you know, this is very, you know, they're just trying to, they're trying to pander. Oh, you mean, like, they pandered, like, this this gaming company has pandered to you for the past 30 years. Calm the fuck down. You're, you'll be fine. So, like, and I was like, this shit didn't exist, obviously, because we didn't have social media. It's like, people weren't saying that, like, um, well, maybe, uh, maybe they were, but, like, but Laura Croft, like, they weren't saying that in the 90s, because it's like, you guys didn't have social media to bitch about it all the time. So, right. that's, that's, but that's also, my But also, Laura that. Croft was, like, had titties and a waist, and... Di- uh, poly, polygonal, poly, polyagonal, whatever that word is, poly something, gonal. Where they're where they're all pointy, they're all pointy. Oh, they're, they look like yeah. pyramids. Yeah, they're like. <laughs> yes, yes. Yep. So like I don't know. It's it's just it gets exhausting. If you want to talk about being exhausted, it fits in that fucking thing. It's like it gets exhausting on all fronts. It's like a lot more would get done if you'd stop talking about it and fucking do something about it, right? Like, if you're really that worried about this cause, show us with your dollar bills in active ways instead of putting out a commercial or... Well, speaking of, like, gaming companies, I think it was, like, Sony. I think it was, like, Sony. But anyway, like, someone compared, like, during the month of June, during Pride Month... They're compared, like, they're different, um, I think it was Sony, but I'm not sure, different, um, Instagram handles, mm-hmm. either Instagram or Twitter, but anyway, it was, like, all, like, the Western, like, Canada, mm-hmm. UK, blah, blah, they all had, like, the Pride Month thing, but then you get to the Middle East, Middle East version of those Instagrams and stuff, nothing, so it's like, yeah. oh, so you guys don't don't really care that much if you're not going to have your, like, Middle Eastern um, there's Ella Middle Eastern ones, um, with the uh, with the same like, rainbow flag and then, in in terms of it's just like my last thought, like, I went on a walk today on my lunch and so, next to my work is a, and I didn't realize it was for the longest time until I saw protesters out there it's like a Planned Parenthood and I think it's a plan. Well, it's not. It's not called Planned Parenthood, but it's basically it's like that, a free clinic, basically. Yeah. yeah, and so, and I didn't realize what it, I never even like noticed it until they had to put up a fence because people were like looking into it, and like there was a guy literally standing on a ladder looking over the fence. I'm like, okay, well, so you're perfectly fine if I go to your doctor's office and just stare in the fucking window, stare in the window uh, while you do your prostate exam, sir. Okay. And then, anyway, so I just had this thought, like, they've only bothered me once, or no, they bothered me twice, like, because I just, I have to walk by them to get back to work. And so they've, they bothered me once, and so I've gotten, like, I practiced, like, speech in my head, and of course, and of course, if I talked to them, I would, like, stumble on it. And I'm about to, I'm about to virtue signal on, on everyone here. But the whole, like, the whole, at first, I thought these people were escorts, like, to, like, walk people to and from the clinic. No, they just dress like they're escorts, but they go in and stop everyone that goes into the parking lot to, you know, talk to them. Because, you know, they're gonna- because they definitely want to adopt the baby of whoever this person is going into the clinic for. Even though they might not be going into the clinic for that. life until they come to- Yep, uh, they're pro-birth. Comes to legislation. So, my thought process is, okay, so- 
like today I had I wore my I wore a mask which I'm like I probably I, I look stupid because one I forgot my scarf it was 40 degrees and the mask kept me warm and also I yeah. then I could like I could then breathe um breathe like a caveman and no one would even notice um if I was wearing my mask anyway so basically I wanted to be like okay so you're pro life huh so you will 100% support the child once they are born meaning you will support social programs welfare food stamps, lower cost education, uh, affordable daycare, affordable college, all this. You will, you 100% support that because you are pro-life. So also with that, because like I said, I was wearing the mask when me think of it. So you probably, you never threw a tantrum when you had to wear a mask, huh? Mm -hmm. You were perfectly fine. You did not throw a tantrum. You did not complain how it's hard to breathe. You did not like in all this bullshit, like, oh, oxygen to my brain. And so you, and, or how you, um, you were you you helped your fellow human by wearing a mask. Okay, I understand that. So you're also for sensible gun control. Yeah, because you're pro life. You don't want like we just had 18 people die in Maine be mm -hmm. because of some crazy person with a gun. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't have, that wouldn't have happened if you know we had sensible gun control. Um, so you're pro that. You're anti-war. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, anti-war, got it. You are anti-death penalty. Because you're so pro-life, you are anti-death penalty. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, see, that was me virtue signaling, because, and I, I don't fucking care, because it's like, okay, don't call yourself pro-life. Pro pro That's it. They're pro-birth. They're not okay. pro-pregnant woman, pregnant person, whatever. They're not pro-anything that, not pro-woman, not pro-anything. They're not pro-baby. They are pro-fetus. They are pro birth and once that baby is born yeah. they're like you know fuck you know you fucked around and found out you don't get um discounted lunches because you don't guess get what? If that education mother can't afford to take care of that child or doesn't want to take care of that child and is forced to carry it um to term guess what happens it gets dropped off somewhere or mm -hmm. worse yeah put into you know, a system that doesn't best, care about it at mm -hmm. best it gets put into a system that doesn't care about it at best okay yeah. even though that is also terrible at best, that is the best case scenario for that child's life. Because God only knows what that mother would feel like she had to do if she needed to get rid of that kid and couldn't. Mm -hmm. right? right? Or whatever. Right? Like, not every person is going to do that the right way when, they're for when they have no other easy option for themselves. No, I say easy. That's the wrong thing to say. They have no other reasonable option right mm -hmm. that god only knows what could happen right so you only give a shit up to the point in which the kid is then is born right then you're like forget it don't care how you gonna who's taking care of it when it comes out of her if she's not right who's taking care of it mm -hmm. exactly you and then you and then they're all like well, it's like well you should have closed you should have kept your legs closed yes because it's just the woman that that um is responsible can make for the, those make, things yeah can make the baby it's also like god forbid you know like our word our word victims yeah. uh incest mm -hmm. any of that um right so because this world's not fucked up in that way whatsoever no not at all you know, it's, it's always it's a choice society. to be pregnant it's always a choice mm -hmm. yep yeah mm -hmm. so sure. that 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 was that was my uh soapbox moment of virtue signaling you're welcome yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I mean, I feel like that could be a whole other episode for sure. But like, sure. I just feel like if you're going to talk about it, be about it. 
right? Mm -hmm. Don't assume that I'm a bitch. And don't assume Amanda's not okay or dumb. <laughs> I'm okay. Know. I just, I am, I am a, I am Daria, a, are you okay? Yeah, I'm a watchful observer. I am, I just, like I said, I just like, like, I just like listening to people, like, I like listening to conversations. I like people watching, listening to conversations, stuff like that. So, like I said, I could have sat there the whole time and just been like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just Daria, okay? Information. Amanda, yeah. are you okay? Are you okay, Amanda? <laughs> Amanda, are you okay? You are you okay? okay? You okay, Amanda? Yeah. <laughs> I still like. They got so mad when I said Alien Ant Farm is the best version of that song. Yeah, they, they were like, like they were offended. <laughs> they were offended. They that is the one time we offended them in that episode. Yeah, because because uh, I get them confused because it's the whole like uh, which one's Steve, which one's Nick is the Steve the quiet is the one. Quiet one. Yes. See, I keep thinking Steve is the other one because he just <laughs> seems like a Steve. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I keep wanting to call him Steve because, like, you're like, oh, here's these two guys. I'm like, ah, yeah, Steve and Nick. You're like, no, you know, Nick and Steve. I'm like, no, my brain. I so I always want to call. I always want to call him Steve. And so that's see, I even like two perfectly normal names. I'm just like, no, nope. Amanda and Steve, not Amanda, mm -hmm. not Adam and Eve. Amanda and Steve. <laughs> yes, and He's so. Like you. And, yeah. and so, uh, and so, like, Steve, I think he's, like, on, he's, like, a cusp of the, he's a zenial, and so I think you offended his zenial little heart when you were, like, you, you think Alien at Farm had the better one than Michael Jackson. I know. Are you sure? Do you want to yeah, retract that statement? Quite... I gave you time. Yeah, I don't think he was quite a millennial. Well, no, millennial's 85 to... No, it's, uh, 81 81 to 97, 96. Oh, so he's, he, if he's 43, he'd been born probably 1980. So he's like a yeah, zenial. that's Nick. That's Nick. Yeah, so he's Nick. before us. Steve. Oh, Nick is the older one? Yeah, Nick is the older one. Man, old man yells at oh, cloud. That's Nick. See, I keep calling him Steve. He just seems like a Steve <laughs> to me. No. The other guy Nick. looks like a Nick. Sorry if yeah. you guys listen to this. You just, the you, quiet you, one. You look like the opposite names. Late 30s. So the quiet one is a millennial. Yeah. The other one is not. He's yeah. before the millennials. Nick is the zenial, and Nick is the one I think you offended. Okay. Yes. The, the other guy just upset. looks like Nick. The other guy just looks like a Nick. The other guy, guy looks like a Steve. It's gonna I'm be sorry. so hard for you. It's like he's Josh. It's Josh mm -hmm. all over again. It's Josh all over again. So it's, it's, <laughs> so I'm just gonna. I, I think I think next time like we record, I'm gonna call him by their wrong names the entire time. Well, if they let me talk, on purpose. I'm gonna call him on purpose to see what they say, and I'll be like, guys, are you offended? Why are you yeah. offended? Don't are be offended. offended. Are you okay? I'm just, are you okay? Amanda, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> Nikki, are you okay? To end the episode? Have I think we devolved? So. Okay. Yeah, we've devolved. We've, we got, we've reached we got the devolution. Yeah, we, we've got on a topic that we could have talked for three hours on and then like squirreled off of it. We're like, yeah, we're done. Yeah. We're done. It's, it's I don't like, know if we said anything in the last No, we hour. didn't. I don't know if we really said anything I mean, at all. I got on this a soapbox. This is an episode of nothing. Nope. Sorry, this of is not starter topics and then end it and switch this fucking subject and then start a one and then end it and then switch the fucking subject. It's I fine. mean, I I felt bad for Steve because he kept saying so about being offended. Yeah, he kept I know, trying to like, and I and I kept like, and I wanted to like bring it back to topics. So every time like I got a chance to talk and be like, oh yeah, this is uh, uh, applicable to the topic because about offensiveness and so. Mm -hmm. 
I'm like, I'm like, he just kept saying, he would be so quiet. He goes, so about being offended, guys. <laughs> I know. Because Nick will go off on these fucking tangents and have us on some other topic. And Steve's just like, fuck. Like, you can see the fuck in his face. He's just like, like God damn it. Like, I'm going to have to reel him fucking back in a minute, but I'm going to check out for a second while he's talking. And I can actively and I'm gonna see I'm going to snap back in and be like, all right, motherfucker, can we talk and about see, our topic now? And see, my problem is because I was watching on my phone, I only had limited space. So I can only see Steve. I can only see Steve. Yeah. I couldn't see Nick. So if whenever Nick was see... talking, like, I couldn't, like, and, and so, and, and being able to, like, see, like, see you and everything, um, like, I can tell, like, when someone is maybe about to take a break in talking so but like so that's why like whenever he would ask a question i'd be like what because i couldn't mm-hmm. see him like stop talking and so, which sounds stupid yeah i didn't have my subtitles i didn't have i didn't have him like his body language like i'm pretty good at reading body language like, i didn't have him yeah. like so every time he would like ask a question i wouldn't even assume he was like talking to me so, right so because i couldn't see him on my screen it was awful yeah so that's that's the that as they say that's the way the cookie crumbles my god are you still talking (laughs) everyone to me all the time whenever i get to a topic i like or not you at all (laughs) this is fucking poor steve this is steve right here this steve needs this for nick my god are you still talking God bless them. I don't know. Their dynamic is funny. It does remind me a lot of you and me, but like, I feel like, gosh, damn it. Well, it's kind of like when you went to, when you had a little bathroom break and me and Nick were talking. Yes. We were talking about like, <laughs> Nick. Nick. <laughs> I just love how you're just, Nick. <laughs> Nick. We're talking. Oh, I had to, um, I was saying, like, like you and him are similar in the fact that you guys, not that you guys, like, not that I feel like you're overly talkative, but, like, you are more comfortable talking for an extended yeah. period of time, whereas I'm more, like, I'm, I'm comfortable, like, just listening to someone, like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, I agree, sure, yeah, and then, and then, um, he goes, yeah, and then, um, Steve, he said he was good at, he's, like, more, like, the writing stuff, I'm like, see, that's where I more shine, like, I, not that I, I don't particularly like writing, but I feel like I'm more eloquent. And I can get my thoughts out better in writing than I can for sure. Um, talking, as anyone could probably guess, but so I feel like that's. And then, like, like I said, um, Steve, I see it. Steve <laughs> was Steve. I did. I almost said Nick like three times. Steve, uh, he like he was just kind of like sitting there like while uh, Nick was talking, and I'm just like. He is me right now. He's me. <laughs> but I'm not the one going, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. Are you still there? You should. You should next time. Next time. Like, hey, if he's, if, hey, he's, if he's, if he's, if he's not talking, okay? be like, yeah. I'll just interrupt. I'll just interrupt Nick if it's possible. But I'll interrupt Nick and be like, wait, hold on. I gotta see. Steve, are you okay? Yes. Do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do it. Well, Yep. Well, my mind's telling me no. (laughs) But my body, my body, telling me yes. Um, 
Well, time time to hit the old uh, dusty trail. Yep. <laughs> We're done. We're done. We've had it. And scene. We've been one one hour eleven minutes. Yeah, exactly. we're like every like I said every time we're like this is gonna be a short episode. Are right, and then I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure? No, never sure. But uh, god damn it, one more yawn. Forget about here. <sighs> yeah, I, I gotta go. I gotta pack up to leave tomorrow. Where are you going? Uh, you didn't tell me. Up, I know up conference, near, but where to? Up near Chicago. Oh, would you like to borrow a bulletproof vest? Well, it's not in Chicago, just up near Chicago. Okay. Apparently, okay. East, I, I was telling my mom, it's uh, Oak Brook. She goes, oh, Oak Brook's really nice. She goes, I used to go shopping. Like They had, like, Neiman Marcus, Neiman Marcus, like, not Neiman Marcus, uh, yeah, Saks, not Saks Fifth Avenue, and stuff like that. That's and, like, we used bougie. to live up there, but I was five when we moved away, so not like I remember. But, yeah, that's the so, bougie part of it. So, Mark, we'll be, uh, we'll be, it's really close to where I was born, so that's exciting. Yeah, you'd be good. Yeah. Just don't Uber nowhere and don't take no taxis. We're taking and... we're taking the company car. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay, well I gotta I've... I gotta upload this fucking video for not this one, but theirs. Because it's taking mm -hmm. forever to fucking download. So Okay. I gotta put our episode up and go to fuck to sleep. But I have a day off tomorrow, so Go the fuck to sleep by Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, I love you. Okay, love you. Good night. Bye. Mm -hmm. Bye. That's not my mouse. That's my lighter. Mm -hmm.